Hello, I'm Patty Murphy, the host of the Westfield Area Podcast, a reboot of sorts of our original show and magazine that was launched in 2017. This podcast is presented by Frank Isoldi of the Isoldi Collection of Caldwell Banker Realty. Along with Frank, it's our hope that this new show helps shine a bright spotlight on the area and celebrates what makes it an extraordinary place to call home. To learn more about our community, sign up for our newsletter, or to simply find your dream home in the Westfield area, go to theisoldicollection.com. The Westfield Area Podcast is part of the Our Community Plus Lifestyle Network and a member of the local independent online news or Lion Publishers Initiative. We're proud to be one of the hundreds of organizations across the United States and Canada supported by the Democracy Fund, Facebook Journalism Project, Google News Initiative, and the Knight Foundation. And we love doing our part to elevate influential voices from our hometowns. Now, on with this month's show. On this episode of the Westfield Area Podcast, to mark Mental Health Awareness Month, we're shining a bright spotlight on Westfield High School's new Student Assistance Counselor, Christine Trattieri, who is prioritizing the well-being of students and local families, not just during the month of May, but all year long. Also this month, after two years of virtual racing, the annual Greta's Run returns to the streets of Westfield. Plus, a look at a local flag football program that has influenced thousands of Westfield residents by instilling in them good sportsmanship, fair play, and service to the less fortunate. Hello, I'm Patty Murphy. We'll have our interview with Christine Trattieri in just a moment, But first, more than 700 runners turned out to support a beloved local event for a good cause. That tops our Neighborhood Notebook segment, our take on noteworthy local and positive things you need to know this month. For the first time in two years, the annual Greta's Run returned to a successful in-person community-wide event. On Sunday, May 22nd, More than 700 runners participated in the memorial run. Supporters gathered along the race route, cheering and holding up signs. The race meandered through local roads, starting around Roosevelt Intermediate School, then going up Clark Street, Effingham Place, and onto Sinclair Place. The race was originally formed by a group of friends of the late Greta Schoenemann, a Westfield High School freshman who died from injuries sustained when a tree branch fell on her in 2002. With the funds raised through the race, organizers helped to create the Dragonfly program for special need youths at the YMCA, then supported the Challenged Athletes Foundation. For the past several years, Imagine, a center for coping with loss, which provides grief support for children, has been organizing the run. New to the race this year was a 0.6 mile memory walk, where families walked in memory of anyone who has died. Girls Night Out, an annual downtown Westfield Corporation event that has not happened since before the pandemic, returned this month as well. 
A brochure for downtown Westfield listed about 44 shops participating in the promotional event, coinciding with Cinco de Mayo. Stars from the Real Housewives of New Jersey reality television series were a big draw this year. TV personality Margaret Josephs signed copies of her new book while her mother, Marge Sr., and husband, Joe, looked on in the rear of Patricia and Paul, artisans of fine oils and balsamics. Sponsored by Downtown Westfield, this annual Girls' Night Out event welcomes ladies to enjoy festivities, shopping, and refreshments from 5 p.m. until 9 p.m. According to the executive director of Downtown Westfield, more than 800 people participated in this year's event. A Boy Scout from Westfield's Troop 72 has gained the local government's approval for adding life-saving features to a local park pond. 13-year-old Grant Ziegler secured the Westfield Town Council's authorization to build and install a life ring with a storage box at the pond near the playground at Tamakis Park. The Eagle Scout project will also entail signage to notify park users of the life-saving device's ability. Ziegler told the council he's concerned that first responders might not be able to access a drowning victim in time. So his solution is the accessibility of a life ring and rope of 50 to 60 feet that anyone could toss to a drowning victim. According to the town administrator, the pond has been used for ice skating in past years, further underscoring the benefits of the planned improvement. Westfield's police chief said the police department would donate the life ring. Next, the plans head to the Patriots Path Council for final approval. The project is anticipated to begin in June or July. Now, we are proud to bring you our hometown helper, a segment made possible with support from Frank Isoldi of Caldwell Banker Realty. In this installment, we introduce Christine Trattieri, a new addition to Westfield High School as a student assistance counselor. In this important role, Trattieri provides counseling and referral services to students and their families in need of support. Through prevention and intervention, she aims to raise awareness about mental health issues affecting students' lives and the school community and remove any stigma associated with mental illness and well-being. Christine, welcome to the Westfield Area Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to speak to you today. This is a very timely conversation. First, can you describe for our listeners what your role and responsibilities are as the student assistance counselor at Westfield High School? Sure. Well, one of the things that I get to do as a student assistance counselor, or we call it a SAC as well, is I am basically responsible for overseeing the SAC program, which includes prevention and intervention when it comes to mental health and substance use. So that's really um, what I'm focusing on throughout the year, as well as providing counseling to students and their families and also referral services if they need things outside of the school. That's fantastic. I want to mention that we're recording this interview during the month of May, which is Mental Health Awareness Month. But can you explain why this program is so timely? 
I think after um, the COVID pandemic and our students being home for so long and not being in school full time where they were learning in person and interacting with their peers, I think their mental health really suffered as well as adults too. And this year we really wanted to shine a light on mental health mm -hmm. and do that by having a fair and bringing people from all over New Jersey to come and speak to our students on ways to develop positive mental health and also how to maintain it. I think it's great that mental health doesn't have that stigma that it had once in the past, but that being proactive about your mental health is actually something that is celebrated, I think. Yeah. That's the message we're trying to send our students is that it's okay to talk about it and that your mental health is just a part of your overall well-being and it's okay to look for help and that we have a lot of people here at our school to support students with their mental health and they're not alone and they have someone to turn to if they need it. It's so excellent that you're doing this work right now and I have to ask you know, what is the intrinsic motivation for you? Are there any experiences you've had or projects that you've worked on that inspired you to help students and families in this way? Well, I worked at Roosevelt Intermediate School for a very long time before starting this position this year. And I think that my time there just showed me how our mental health impacts everything in our lives. Um, especially for the students with their academics. I saw so much how we really needed to focus on that. And also another part of the job is how substance use affects our family. So that was just something that was really interesting to me. And I wanted to further my education and my career by focusing on this job and how I could help students at the high school level. Do you mind talking a bit more about your background? Like, were you always drawn to mental health and wellness? Where did this motivation to help others come from? Um, yeah, I think I always have been. It's just kind of part of my personality. Um, I love to work with people and I've always just wanted to help people as much as I could. And I love the school environment. So for me, it was just a perfect fit. Obviously, relationships are so important, especially in your role. So what's your approach to building trust and credibility with the community? I think, um, especially this year, I've met so many different groups of people in order to really connect myself with the Westfield community, not just the high school, but the whole community. So I try to get to know as many people I can, like the Westfield Mental Health Council and the Alliance in Westfield. I've tried to go to meetings and I just try to listen to like what people's needs are and what they're doing and then see how I can fit and how I can help. So yeah, it's really just like trying to get to know people and just something that I enjoy doing. So it kind of comes naturally to me, I guess. I love that when work doesn't feel like work. No, it doesn't. Yeah, that it means... never has. It's just a really enjoyable thing for me. Yeah, I think that is when you recognize your calling in life. Exactly. So, do you have any advice you'd like to share here for people who are struggling with their mental health at this time? I think it's really just not being afraid to talk about it and look for help. Um, asking someone that you trust, um, how can you get help? And there are so many resources in New Jersey um, that we can provide students and their families with. 
Um, we're really lucky to live in a town and in a state where we have a lot of services for people who are struggling. So I think it's just not being afraid to talk about it and always looking for help and knowing that you're not alone and other people are feeling the same way. I think we're bringing this full circle to what you were talking about at the top of this interview about coming out of the pandemic and quarantine mm -hmm. and people being isolated. What do you see as future issues people should be aware of and what resources do you advocate for? I think it's really important that we're aware of the increase in suicide, especially with students. Um, I think we're up to the second leading cause of death in adolescents and I think it's 10 through 24. So I think it's something we all need to get more comfortable talking about and we have to know what to look for and what the right questions are to ask and how to ask them, especially for our children. Um, and I really advocate for an amazing resource we have called Care and Contact and they provide a 24-hour hotline for people to call when they need help. And it's such an excellent resource. So I think that's something that we really need to be aware of so we can kind of get a handle on what's going on with people and why we're seeing an increase in this. It's really good to keep in mind. We often say on this show that Westfield is a small town, but the people have big hearts. Mm -hmm. So you definitely embody that. Uh, thank you so much for sharing everything that you did today. It's all very important work. Is there anything else you wanted to add? No, that's it. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so grateful to come on and talk to you. And finally, in case you missed it, in our last edition of the Westfield Area Podcast, we spoke to John Dugan, the founder of the Westfield Police Athletic League Flag Football Program, which has evolved over decades into a history-making PAL program to include several types of sports and good works across the state. In an interview, we discussed his coaching principles and commitment to the community he loves. Here's John. I've always felt that giving back to the community was such an important thing uh, and, and seeing various levels of family dynamics, your heart really goes out to people, especially those who don't have the same resources as other families. And so I would say that basically it comes from within. Uh, you know, once you see a young child really develop or just you know, so happy with being able to participate where they might not have been uh, because of the help you provided. It really drives you to, to continue to do this. So I would say that, you know, it's the way I was raised, um, but also it comes from within. It helps you keep going when you see the satisfaction on, on some of these kids' faces when you, when you help them. That'll do it for this edition of the Westfield Area Podcast. On behalf of Frank Isoldi and the Isoldi Collection of Caldwell Banker Realty, thank you for listening. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter at theisoldicollection.com. We feature stories that matter to locals. If you have one you'd like to share, email it to Frank at frankisoldi at gmail.com. Until next time, be well.